0: Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Away podcast where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm Janya Masato, your host, and joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. How's it? And Devin Nikoba. Hi. Before we begin, let me remind our listeners of all the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. Then you can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts to listen to the podcast. And finally, you can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com. If you'd like to help the show and get more music on our channel, please go to patreon.com and donate. There you'll be more involved with the show and help determine who and what is filmed. We are so close, guys. We got 97 patrons. Oh, wow. And I want to get to 100 by the what end of the year. What happened we hit 100? We'll have a party. Nothing. <laughs> we'll a party? <laughs> yeah, maybe inst- we'll have a cake.
1: Okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Which you Patreons will get. Yeah, we'll get yeah. a little piece of cake. Yeah, we'll save a piece in of the cake. mail, I'll mail it It'll to It'll be you. really gross. We can't tell you when yeah. you're going to get it.
0: But Of course, you can uh, support our sponsors, Kupa Kupa Landscaping, Landscape Architects. You can call Kevin Yokomura, 808-722-8685 for a free estimate. Or go to Kupa com. They are also hiring. $15 an hour starting pay. It's not bad. And it goes up from there depending on the skill level. Uh, you can go to Fort Ruger Market. Uh, to eat, today I had the F, Kalua lomi Salmon, Lao Lao. It's hard to go wrong with Lao Lao, yeah. I think, because yeah. it's you have the the wrap, which is uh, quote-unquote healthy, and then the meat inside. So it's very good. It's a good meal for my family, because my wife just eats the green stuff, and then I eat the stuff on the
1: inside. <laughs> oh, oh,
2: really? That's yeah. how you guys did it? It's great. Just like everything in his life. Yeah, pretty much. He, his wife eats all the greens, and he eats
0: the meat. Share. It's all about sharing yep okay uh you can go to kubu 94.7 to find Devin. you can go to highlifeclothing.com to find kyle and team yamasato to find me and please don't forget to um rate us
1: uh five stars please five stars we would appreciate it very much yes because then we can maybe
0: get to 100 patreons i know we're so close man (sighs) we're so close ah shoot oh i was gonna tell you this you is gotta play little, him another song. That's what. L- let me uh, let me introduce our guest first. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so Dell Brown is a loan originator at Compass Home Loans, but he also is a hiking professional. <laughs> that's what I would call you.
3: Um, I don't know about professional. I don't get paid. <laughs> Amateur
0: <laughs> status. But, but you've done hikes that are beyond my wildest. You do hikes, and you're still
1: actually physically here. And you didn't fall <laughs> off a <laughs> cliff. <laughs> so for us, that's
0: already. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's the point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <trying to survive. laughs> <Exactly>. yeah. <laughs> but before we get into that, I, I, I was just thinking earlier, um, and, and in fact, I was talking to the guys at Ruger about this because I had some plumbing work done this weekend. And, um, you know, sometimes we complain about, you know, I got to go drive to the office. So I got to write this whatever, you know. Up uh, So... I wanted to change just a piece of my plumbing, but it ended up where we had to change the whole line that went into the yard. Oh! And so the guy had to come and dig the yard, and and he's, you know, lying, like, stomach to the ground, with his hand down a pit, in the hot sun, trying to dig out the sewer pipe, and I thought, I should not be complaining so much.
1: Give those guys whatever money they want. Because <laughs> yeah. otherwise, we got to do it. <laughs> yeah, man. And
0: he's super cool about it. He's a really nice guy. I, I can make a recommendation if anybody needs a recommendation for a plumber. But um, That's a big job, too. It's yeah. a huge job. Yeah. We just had
2: our side of the house dug up like that. Overall. Man, that thing was expensive.
0: Well, because underneath my... <clears throat> in in the basement area, the pipe runs in the ceiling. But it's the basement. It's in, oh, oh, well, that was that basement thing you put in, right? Yeah. But at a certain point, it goes underground. And I wanted to just change up till it goes underground. And then when it went underground and we started running the water, it started drip, f- like running out. So it's all
1: your fault, basically?
0: Uh, no, I think what uh, happened was, um, old, yeah, the so when we dug up the pipe, the tree that's next door, this is, is like oh all the roots root. are around that. P- so I think it, it was kind of cracking it a little bit. And then when we moved it, it just snapped the, the pipe. So. Did they run the
2: camera through and you
0: looked? No, they didn't do the camera. When they
2: ran a the camera through, they ran. I, I don't know, picked that whole thing yeah, camera,
0: yeah.
2: and then I was watching. And I was like, "Whoa!" And then you can see all your doodoo inside the pipe <laughs> and everything. Like, oh! And then he goes, "Check that out!" And he pushed it more further. And there's this rat looking at it, the camera, oh, was, like, wait. Just looking inside the yeah in the pipe. Yeah, and I'm in like the in the sewer pipe in the sewer pipe. I'm like, does that thing crawl <laughs> up my toilet? He goes, "No, there's a flapper or to keep it up. Yeah, on. but they're in here. I'm like. That is disgusting. Oh, yeah.
0: One time uh, we did it. So when I have clients that buy houses now, if it's on a slab, I have, the ca- the, I have them do the camera thing because then you can't, you know, if it's above ground and whatever, you yeah. know, you can kind of see. It. But if it's underground and it you if it's an older house, at least run that thing through. Yeah. But one time the clean out, he took the cap off the clean out and he turned it over and he's like, look. And it's all the rats, like, all their claws and teeth. Like, trying to get out. M- yeah, trying to get through that thing. Oh, my. Yeah, it's crazy. It's gross, bro. So, anyway, <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Great signal. <That's> yeah. <laughs> all the underground stuff, and then, you know. But so, I, I was just uh, thinking about it, so I just wanted to say it on the podcast. <laughs> that the, thank you. Thank you to the plumber. This is the, you know. this is the stuff they tune into the podcast <laughs> yeah. for. Yeah. Man, that, that, that was unpleasant. I was out there with my umbrellas. I held my umbrellas over him. So uh-huh. that he wouldn't oh, be oh, okay. like, hard for you. Yeah, yeah. But,
1: he's probably uh, like, "Be better if you were down here." And I was with like, "No, I was me. like,
0: hey, man, I can dig too.'" And he's like, "Bro, you're not gonna pay and dig." That's so true. Like, oh, okay. So
1: that's yeah. that's a good point. I like that. You're not gonna but, pay and dig. Yeah. So I, I although pay. he probably at the point <laughs> that he was yeah, at, he, he said, probably <laughs> would have still paid. Say, okay, give me a shovel.
0: So so he did it. So it was good. But okay, so so the reason why I wanted Dell on on the podcast was because. I've seen pictures on his Facebook of these incredible hikes. And I think everyone who lives in Hawaii, you know, we try to take advantage of nature, the beach, the sun, the outside. A lot of us go on hikes. I've gone on many, many hikes, but I don't hike like you hike. <laughs> like you hike like there's a purpose to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, other than getting to the other end of the trail. and Yeah. Well, yeah. What got you started?
3: Um... I think when I first started hiking here, um, one of my friends and I had kind of taken a hiatus from drinking. Okay, like, okay, okay let's yeah. let's find something else to do with our time. Uh-huh. And I think I want to say in like half a year, I probably <laughs> lost like 15 pounds. Wow. Uh, wow. from like hiking, not drinking so much, and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff because uh, we probably went out a fair bit every week uh, prior to that. What, but you what, know,
0: when in the beginning, where were your main
3: hikes? In the beginning, um, like o
2: Yeah, IA Loop
0: Trail. Uh, not IA Loop
3: Trail, but like Mariners Ridge. Oh, okay. Like a lot of stuff on the east side. Like, That's okay. still kind of
2: intermediate though to, for beginners, right? Nah, I used to do that. Um, I'm terrible.
3: Really? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a bad judge of of hike ratings yeah. because, like. I'll tell friends, oh no, that's easy, and then they'll come back and they'll be like, That was so hard. And I'm like, Really? Like I rate that like a three and they're like, No, that's an eight. I'm like,
2: okay. <laughs> I, <But> I find out <coughs> I find if you're like on the side of a mountain and you trip and you fall on the mountain and die, that's pretty serious hikes. Yeah. There. That's that was a <laughs> ten. <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like something like um what is that Hanuma Bay trail up around oh, the yeah. corner? It's paved. Yeah, oh, it can't yeah, fall yeah, yeah, yeah. off. Yeah, unless you're doing something really stupid. Yeah. So that would be like a rating. What for you?
3: Think like a. That's a stroll, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess if it's paved, that yeah. automatically <laughs> downgrades it a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sort of a walk then right. Like like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Lighthouse, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. You can get a good sweat, but that's not like really a hike, hike because it's paved. I don't know. I get tired walking up that
1: one. Yeah, I well get it's tired, hot, watching, I get tired yeah. watching people going on their hike. Yeah. 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 I drive past, I go, whoa, that looks yeah. hard.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's a tough... Did I... No. Anything, where the,
1: anything yeah. where the grade does makes my hand go up in the air, I'm like, no, I'm I'm good. And it's yeah. hot. Like Cocoa Crater Stairs, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, I would consider
3: that a hike. I mean, it's, it's yeah, short, yeah. but it's my hike. The grade is crazy, yeah. Yeah. so... Yeah, but if you
2: fall, if you trip on that thing, you fall a long way downstairs.
3: Yeah, I guess yeah, you could. Yeah. I, I mean, thankfully, I would knock on wood, but I was told not to. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen anybody get injured there, but I mean, I know people have because you see people getting rescued off <laughs> yeah, of there yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you started just to stop drinking. Not that, not, not
3: just to stop, to stop drinking, because <laughs> um, I mean, I've, I've definitely. <laughs> Gotten back on the, <laughs> <laughs> the wagon. Um, but I mean, it was just, a, you know, like um, you're mentioning, it's you have to take advantage of Hawaii, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we live in one of the most beautiful places in the world. People literally save up years to come to Hawaii and see rainbows and beaches and waterfalls and what have you. And a lot of people here take it for granted. Mm-hmm. Right? And when I first started posting these hiking pictures on Facebook, so many of my friends are like, Oh, thanks for posting this picture because I would never see this otherwise. And I'm like, Why not? Go mm-hmm. you can go out and see it too. Nah, like, I just go on your website and look.
1: <laughs> 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 like That's the point. You like, do it so we don't uh, have don't to Don't take uh. for
3: granted living here, right? See these beautiful mountains and uh-huh. whatever. And, you know, I get it. A lot of people aren't mountain people who live here, right? <laughs> They're beach people. Yeah. Right? So, But if if that's your thing, then go to the beach, right? Like, dude, like, people spend thousands of dollars every year to come here.
0: I tell my you kids know? that all the time, and they don't, they just look at me with this glaze. <laughs> Dad, I'm trying uncle. to watch my TV
1: show on yeah. my, <laughs> my yeah, phone. Yeah, it's like, can you leave me alone?
2: Yesterday, I took a walk on the beach across the street from my house because I live in Aina Haina. and I rarely ever do that and I'm thinking why don't I do this more often it's mm. yeah. on a Monday and nobody's around you know and it's super
1: nice but and that was was hot and you're was sweating hot and, you know, and then I, I, I turned around and I went this. back to my car and you're like oh that's yeah. why I don't do this <laughs> 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 but I mean yeah you're
2: right we should take advantage of this, this place we yeah. live in but before we move on to the other places that you actually went to around the world what what height do you would you want to give a novice person that has the best view or something really special on oahu that you would recommend
3: i usually recommend coolio ridge Hmm. and it's 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 not it's four hours um, an easy hike but you know you depending on your pace and fitness level and whatever you could get up in yeah like two hours i
1: mean if you look at john no no because he he said you know he
3: you know a couple hours right i mean you can get up quicker you can you can take a lot longer too right but for roughly two hours magnificent view and the reward is also getting there right Uh like you're working and you're sweating and you're like oh i want to give up i want to give up but then when you get up there you're like wow but then you gotta go back down though (laughs) yeah but for most people getting down is easier
0: really yeah okay. for most people well for the east side yes i, I would say kuleo is the nice thing about that hike is that's covered for most yep. of the way so you're not just in the the thing i didn't like about the stairs or i don't like about the stairs at Cocoa head is so hot because there's just absolutely no cover that's exactly the entire right. way you're just baking your way up there yeah. you know if Cocoa head had stairs you climb up right all the way to the top but yeah. then an escalator to bring you back
2: down yeah I think <laughs> i'll do that more often
3: yeah, because coming down is tough on yeah. your knees. Well, I yeah, wouldn't know. I never tough went, tough though, but I though. would <laughs> imagine. Well, if you ever want to go, let me know. I'll okay. I'll go with I will. You might, yeah.
0: you might need a horse back. But you, you know down, what? Though. You know what was better than Julio-O <laughs> for the novice, but they screwed up was Mariners, Mariners Ridge. Mariners, yeah. Mm. That well, was I, a really... Because crazy Mariners Ridge, like. you drive up like half the way. And oh. then from there, so it's only for like thirty to forty-five minutes to the top, versus clearly when you start at the bottom, it's two hours. What did the they close the road or something? They closed the trail. The oh. neighbors, the neighbors complained, complained
3: about people hikers like they would either litter, mm-hmm. like at the trailhead, or mm-hmm. make too much noise. But you know?
2: Don't you find that it's gotten out of control, though, because of social
0: media and stuff? It's, yeah,
3: it really has gotten out yeah. of control. It's right? a double-edged
0: sword, man. I mean, on one hand, you're like. Man, be a good neighbor and let people through. But at the same time, I can only imagine, like... Yeah. If people would just come, go on their hike, get in the car and leave, fine. But I'm sure they, like, hang out down there, yeah. make noise, leave their rubbish. Well, there have and, been
1: there've been stories of people taking a shit. Or,
0: yeah. You know what I mean? Like, outside somebody's
1: house because they won't let them in. And they're like, no, man, I'm not going to... Or they throw their rubbish or they clean their shoes, like, at somebody's house they just mm. walk over and you know yeah they just use their holes they don't you know like people don't oh, ask they just, they just they yeah. just assume they're at a rest stop yeah. and it's weird because you're i mean that's one of the things about living in uh, hawaii is you you get all this beautiful stuff but it's right near somebody's house mm-hmm. so you can go like we you know we used to do mono with each and I've, mm. I've hiked my fair share when i was younger oh yeah but when i got older well i got lazy and i didn't want to hike but also <laughs> i kept seeing story like horror stories of friends of mine or people that i knew who had houses who said it's awful because you have all these people show up they have no regard for either the trail like they get there and they look and they go oh wow and i'm sorry i don't mean to cast, no, doubt, that. cast aspersion on the thing that you love to do and i want to hear all about that but the the part about it is like you actually have a respect for it that I wish other people would have because nowadays what we're getting is we're getting a lot of tourists who come in and they're finding trails that do not exist Mm -hmm. and are getting told by some crazy-ass website, well, this is where you go and this is what you do, and then they end up having to get rescued off the top of a mountain or falling off and needing to get rescued because they're either not prepared, not doing it right, or they're not giving a shit where they are and they just sort of think it's a tourist thing. We're like, no, man, it's a it's and a, a lot of communal with nature thing mm. that you're trying to do. Right? Well, a lot of
2: them are doing it for the gram,
1: right? Exactly. They're not yeah, doing it for yeah. enjoyment. They're yeah. doing it for the
2: gram and yeah. get followers and likes. And but I don't
1: know how to I don't know how to to marry those two things together. Because it would be right. nice if people came and, and did a hike and like they had somebody like you mm. who could take them on a hike that showed them the respect correct way to hike and yeah. respect for the land and honesty. And then you come back and, you know, you survive, and you don't need a helicopter coming yeah. to get you. <laughs> yeah. um, but more often than not, they don't nowadays, and they chalk it up to saying, well, we're just going to go up here and take these lovely pictures on the top of this mountain.
2: I wonder if, like, the airlines, because I'm not sure, because I'm not a tourist, when they come over, do they, is there a pamphlet that the airlines oh, or the no, state hands out and goes not. Okay, rule number one, don't sit on a blowhole. <laughs> <laughs> well, rule number two don't take a lava rock rule number three if you go into people's
0: neighborhoods to take a hike they pick some, up rubbish they had something like that they had something yeah. like that for beach safety
1: yeah yeah. yeah they have a little bit of it but it's not it's not where at a level where people pay attention because most of the time they're just thinking about what they're going to do as soon as they get off the plane yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're yeah. in the plane the last 10 minutes you're not even thinking about what you're going to about all the safety precautions and stuff so when you go Abroad,
2: or you go to another place, another country, you know, and go hiking, what is the difference you see there versus the trails you see here, as far as, like, rules, regulations, or safety?
3: Um, A lot of places, mm, it seems like the trails are maybe a little bit better maintained. Really? Um, mm. And I say that, and I don't mean to, to disparage our own uh, local hiking community and city and county or state who... Um, takes care of the trails here right but um, a lot of places they're like the trails are well marked mm. right mm. and um, it, in in some respects it's safer that way like Kulio for example um, I've seen people get lost because on the way back there's this one section where if you don't know the trail veers to the left they'll just keep going straight up and then they'll loose side of the trail and then be like oh crap oh, where's where's oh, where's the trail no. at right and mm-hmm. you know if you're you know if you're have your wits about you you just go back from where you came <laughs> to where you know where the trail is and then try to find refine the trail yeah. right mm-hmm. some people don't either have the experience to know okay let's turn back around to where we know the trail was or they panic and you know then they start you know, whatever. To climb down or whatever. Yeah.
2: They end up on the news.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And they go, We're um, in Hawaii. How lost can we get? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also,
3: like a lot of the international treks and stuff that I've done, like I've done a lot of research beforehand. Mm. Before, in fact, uh, when I was younger, the reason why I went to the country in the first place was specifically to do these hikes and whatever. Mm. It was never, oh, I'm here in Norway because I want to go to the, <laughs> to the, uh, nobel prize museum like i was like oh oh i didn't even know the nobel prize museum was here let me let me go do that after i do these hikes right like um did I, you go I, alone yeah
2: on, really yeah wow what about when you hiked did you find at least somebody else to go with or did you go completely alone too i
3: was i was by myself
2: but you what know I like, say
3: not to do that <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, there's other people Is it not that like you rule see- number one. <laughs> no, I thought that was always rule number one. Like don't hike by yourself. Yeah, um. yeah, that's true. Um, but I mean, I, I guess I was always in the mindset where I felt that I had enough experience and common mm. sense to get by. But, I mean, you see, <laughs> if I other- die,
1: it will only be me. <laughs> <laughs> but you see other
3: people typically on on the trail at some yeah. point, right? Mm. I mean, there have been hikes where, like when I was in Alaska, I didn't see anybody. And I did get lost for a little while, and I was like, oh, no, I'm going to be on the news. But then, you know, <laughs> I ended up, up finding the trail and whatever, and it was fine. But, um, yeah, I mean, I I feel like in some respects it's easier hiking, uh, like, abroad because, yeah, the trails are a little bit more well-marked. I mean, on the, the ones that I went on anyway, yeah. I'm sure they have their share of kind of hidden trails to get to wherever but the ones that i went on maybe were yeah those are
1: the, those are kind of the maybe. main trails how yeah. do you how do you transition from i'm gonna go walk trails so that i don't drink as much beer to <laughs> hey i'm gonna get on a plane and go into the wilderness and hike in a foreign country how do you by myself where, yeah like where does that jump the in first the thinking go the from? first time the first
3: adventure trip that i did was um to peru me and a friend of mine hiked to Machu Picchu. Oh, right, yeah. so no way. Um, After we did that, or maybe it was while I was on that trip, yeah. I was like, man, these are the kind of trips that I want to do. Like, I don't need to stay at a Four Seasons and drink a Mai Tai by the pool. Like, I can do that when I'm older or when I have a girlfriend or whatever because I was single. Right, and, like, while I'm single and while I'm physically able, I'm going to do these adventure trips where I'm going to go hiking or mountaineering or... Is it, with the, the bulls, whatever. is it the
1: idea of marking out the trail and then attacking it? Is it the final destination? Is it kind of everything along the way? Is it the, the daredevil? Yeah, well,
2: I, aspect of it too that
3: um, excites you. I don't really. A lot of people th- have told me they thought I was an adrenaline junkie, but yeah. I don't think I am. Like I don't, I don't have a motorcycle because I know. I'm going to want to ride that thing 150 miles an hour and if I do I'm going to die. Like I know that for a fact. <laughs> yeah. If well, you have I have a, wife, a you have a wife and that. a child now, so that's different. <clears throat> well, I mean even when I was single, I was like, oh, I love speed, but if I owned that, I would probably kill myself. Mm. Right? And so I don't consider myself an adrenaline junkie. I like You're on this. I
2: got you got pictures of you on a side of a
3: cliff. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the, you know, I like the challenge of trying to summit a peak. And there's like a huge feeling of reward when you get there. Like um while I was in Peru, um when I came back, I was like, oh, maybe I want to try to climb Mount Fuji, right? And I um just so happened to talk to a, a friend of mine and she was like, Oh, did you ever think about climbing Kilimanjaro? And I was like, No, I never thought about it. But like that night that I after I saw her, I started researching Kilimanjaro, I'm like, Yeah, let me do that instead of Fuji. Like Fuji I can do that when I'm older, like, because older people have done it and still yeah. do it to this day, right? But <laughs> Kilimanjaro, <laughs> let me do it while I'm still younger and... You Get younger know. meaning how, the, old you? how old were you? old I did Kilimanjaro in 2012, so it was 10 years ago. I was 37,
2: 36, hmm. 37. I thought the th- trail to Mount Fuji was that one with all the suicide things. Is there an actual trail to hike?
3: Well, I think there are several trails there. I, I think... I don't know about a suicide market. on Fuji, but I've I've heard of a suicide forest in Japan. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah isn't right.
2: that at the base of Fuji? I'm not sure. No, I'm not so. sure if it is. I thought or what. it was. Well, I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, we don't have internet,
1: bro. I'll go look. I'll go look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep keep <But> talking. Anyway,
2: <laughs> what I wanted to ask you was. Have it has your lifestyle changed as far as risk taking and, and hiking like that since you have a kid and you got married? Or are, are you still doing these adventure adventures?
3: Um well I've only been married for a little over a year and that was COVID. COVID, so I can't really <laughs> we couldn't travel internationally, yeah. right? <laughs> and my son is only two months and a few days old, so <laughs> I haven't really had enough time to figure out, okay, yeah, let me go do this and that. Did
2: your wife like to do those kind of things with you though? Um
3: she likes to hike. Well, let me st- she kind of likes to hike although she says that she doesn't like to hike with me because one of the times that I hiked with her um, she says I was an asshole like (laughs) Mm. we're, we're doing like a stream crossing yeah and I was and supposedly I told her you know just step on the rock it's not gonna move it's been there for 50 years or something like that and apparently I was rushing her and so she doesn't really
1: did she step on a rock
3: and fall down no I mean she she was using the rock's to um avoid having to step in the water, yeah. right? And so, um <laughs> we've we've hiked since then. In fact, we hiked in Patagonia Ooh, right at wow. the beginning of COVID. You—that's when you gave me that high life hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I took it to Chile, and yeah. I was wearing wow. it and t- taking pictures and whatever. Um, so she likes the hike. Just maybe I just need not with you. Yeah, maybe maybe I need to be less of an asshole. <laughs> That's right. I, I, it's a
1: uh, good te- teaching about your your married
2: life. I give you credit though to like travel alone
0: to that kind of places yeah, and then hike alone. Yeah, let alone in you Alaska, know? isn't it? Aren't you worried about bears?
3: Yeah, actually, um, that that
0: particular hike
3: that I did in Alaska, there was a bear sighting. There was a sign right at the beginning of the hike that there was a bear sighting the previous day, and I saw like um, moose droppings. And, oh there was one they section they can kill you too man. yeah Those moose things. are actually more dangerous than yep. bears as yep. far as um, and and you still went on the hike and I still went dude I mean, you're total
1: adrenaline junkie yeah. <laughs> no it was
3: just, it was just uh, I wanted I really wanted to do a hike while I was there
1: and, <laughs> I'm going on this hike yeah. damn it oh, and, and you were right it's a uh, Aoki Gahara Aoki Gahara it's a uh, Known as the Sea of Trees, and it is on the northwestern flank of Mount Fuji. Mm. There you go. Okay, oh. sorry. I saw a documentary on it, that's why. There's it's also a There's a movie about it, yeah. too. Oh, wow. A oh, horror really? movie. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Oh. Yes, anyway, sorry. No, no. Um, to
3: interrupt. I, I lost my train of thought. You're talking about Alaska <laughs> and the moose and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and like there was a section where um, I could see that some large animal had been laying down because the grass was all matted down and everything. And so when I got lost out for that one section, I was probably lost like forty-five minutes or something. I was like, "Oh man, like if I <laughs> if I only get out of here, this could, this could be trouble." But when you're hiking through Alaska, um, I think if you know, you make a lot of noise on purpose to scare so away. that you don't surprise a bear yeah. or mm-hmm. a moose. Yeah. So like while I was walking through, I was uh, yelling, "Hey, bear!" coming through <laughs> you know i did so you, you want to either have like bear mace or a gun i didn't have either or even like a bell on you your back you didn't backpack. have any didn't, bear mace never, any i didn't weapon? have anything yeah i didn't have anything did you I, have food on you though i had some cookies <laughs> mm-hmm. but i was Is, making was this noise. a day hike i don't know it was yeah, yeah it was just,
2: that one was just a day hike. Oh, so you don't do overnighters then or do Oh you yeah do, yeah i do yeah, by yeah, yourself I've, too.
3: Oh, n- I haven't done an overnight. No, no, not by myself. Okay. Yeah, Thank I haven't you. done a overnight thing by myself.
2: No. I I say I, I feel, say, safer, I feel um, safer for him now. With all honesty, <laughs> I think you're an adrenaline junkie.
1: <laughs> See, we all agree about yeah. You're 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 just a you're like a you're like an Asian, um, you're an Asian bear girls. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Oh. You're like an Asian adrenaline junkie because you're you have the you have the taste for the adrenaline. But you're also, um, uh, like, uh... Accept the consequences? Y- yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you risk. know, like, you can you can actually uh, think about the consequences of what you're going to do and what might happen to you. And so you go, maybe I won't go that far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, I can do, if I can do just this much. Maybe <laughs> I won't I can... <laughs> buy a motorcycle, but I'll hike with a bear <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And there's moose droppings and stuff, and I, I'll, I'll be okay. Because, um... Uh, what's the longest hike that you've done? Like, is it the Machu Picchu thing or um, or Kilimanjaro?
3: I've um, climbed Mount Aconcagua in Argentina. That was 17 days. Holy, Holy crap. crap. Yeah, so that was 17
1: days. With of, somebody,
3: though. Yeah, that was with another group of people, another oh, okay, group of good, mountaineers.
1: Good. Uh, okay, and when you do that, are you packing all just for yourself in your pack to take you 17 days?
3: Yeah, you're carrying... All your food, your clothes, equipment, and all that stuff. Actually, you're carrying um, extra food. Like the group food has to be partitioned out to everybody.
1: How too, heavy like, was your pack? Like
3: fifty. That's it. Sixty pounds. That's still heavy, that. though. I don't want
2: to lug fifty pounds
1: around on the back. Yeah. Well, plus everything—the rubbish you lug in, you gotta lug out. So correct. Right. And and your poop. Oh, you got to bring your poop out, too? Yeah. Okay, so how...
2: Awesome. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Oh, well, there we go. I knew that was going to get him. <laughs> this is the less glamorous side well, of yeah, no, 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 that doesn't get know, talked like, about. you know, obviously... Because you know, he's you, never you, going to hike, so he you're, just you're, wants you're to know you're how you carry are conscious about these kind of things when you're hiking. You yeah. know, you, just, well, you don't have, like, Dell scat all over the world or anything yeah. like that in forests. So how, how do you
1: take care of those things?
3: So... um you <laughs> immediately
1: go to the doodoo every so time
3: on, so on Aconcagua so the reason why you have to carry your poop off of that mountain is um, there's a ranger at the at the um, base camp
2: he's a poop checker who,
3: and there's like this huge like oil drum barrel that once you're coming out the mountain you deposit all your poop in there oh. and they're supposedly they're watching and checking <laughs> you just but, go I held it <laughs> <laughs> but um I don't like when we when we did it, I don't think that he was really checking. I think they just look to see that you're throwing something in there. Yeah. Right? But um <laughs> oh my god. So you can pee anywhere. Like, you know, like, you don't pee like near a water source. Yeah. But um yeah. but um whenever you poop so there's a thing, it's like a stool with an opening in the middle and like a like a toilet lid around. Okay. Mm-hmm. So at each camp, so you probably make like four or five camps along once you're on the mountain. It takes three days just to get to the mountain yeah. hiking. Once you're on there, you have a, a plastic bag. Um, put it in, you know, in the stool, wrap the lining around it. You sit on there and you poop. You don't pee in there because then it gets really messy. So you just poop. After you're done, you kind of tie the bag up and then you kind of stash it to the side whenever you're at each camp maybe two three days whenever you have to poop later you go find your bag what oh, man you open it you put it back over and oh, you do your man. business again wow. as you gather up all your stuff and go to the next camp you like stash your bag somewhere <laughs> at that camp it's got you go to the next it. camp Don't. No, you don't write
0: your name. Del <laughs> 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 yeah, bro. Actually, we—you <laughs> know, like you're a party and everybody writes the name. <laughs> So everybody's cup got this a sharp is is But you right.
3: know what? I'd rather
2: carry my own down than accidentally carry yeah, someone else. True. I mean, so
3: so <laughs> so you make it so as you go to the next camp, you get a fresh bag. You do the same thing over. And so as you're coming down,
1: grab the bag. You grab
3: bag, and you know what? Really, at that point, you don't know whose bag you're taking. Exactly. But you know what? It's frozen too, because you're at such uh, high elevation. Oh, there's no smell or anything okay. like that. Got oh, it. So good. what I did was, as we we're coming down, because when we come down, I think. We came from so the summit of Aconcagua is twenty two thousand eight hundred forty one feet. When you come down, I think we spent the night at our high camp, which was like I think it was like nineteen thousand eight hundred feet. The next day, you go from nineteen eight all the way down to base camp, which is about twelve thousand feet, um, and that's a lot. And mm-hmm. to go up, that's, that's like. Mm. 10 days but coming down you do that in like you one day you gotta
2: hydrate big time too yeah altitude sickness yeah, yeah.
3: exactly yeah. and then so you're carrying all your poop down and i i put it all in one bag and then i just carabinered it to the back of my pack and as we were coming down it was like swaying <laughs> like a pendulum back and forth this is what people behind me were telling me and then i guess. It had like clipped a oh, no. couple rocks and stuff, so like oh, no. there were holes that were forming in the <laughs> bag, oh, no. and it was defrosting because you're you know you're going yeah. down, you're in the sun or yeah. whatever. So by the time we got there, like you yeah, could kind s- of you-, you could kind of smell. No, it was still all there, but you could see like <laughs> oh, a little while longer, and it may, it may have. Just all come out, and yeah, that would have been. I'm
1: surprised your friends are just watching this poop swing back and <laughs> forth, not going,
3: hey, uh, no. You. Well, they, oh, I no. guess they were laughing and They were just waiting for it to just to, like <gasps>
1: explode. Yeah, like <laughs> don't split open over them because they're in back of you. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what yeah, kind of friends you're going hiking with, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, in Hawaii, uh, I did the Kohala Ditch Trail. Did you ever do that one? That's on Big Island? Yeah. Big Island. Um, it's a, it's like a three, four or day a Hawaii hike. Island. Hawaii Island, sorry. The Island.
3: only thing that I've done on Big Island or Hawaii Island, what, what, what's the. I don't know. St- I, I just thought of the Hawaii Island. Island. Is, is, is Big I'm, Island like. Sorry, I'm. I'm improper. Bread on the Big Island. It, so I'm going to call that? it Big Island right yeah. now. Okay. Um, I did Waimanu. Waimanu okay. Valley. So that's through Waipio Valley in mm-hmm. the north. Um, oh, yeah. And then. Um, that's that's the only that backpacking area. that I've done on Big Island, as far as well, I remember. Well,
1: because that one. Uh, it's like three days. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to get permission from the, um, the companies. Because like there, you kind of follow the trail of the, sh- the water flumes. Oh. So it's really cool because you can actually see where they cut out in the mountain and how the water flows. We so. rode that thing. Yeah. It was fun. Never no, have to hike them. We just roll that thing down. <laughs> but mm. you climb all the way. What's interesting about that hike is you go all the way up to the top of the mountain, and then you got to come all the way down. And when you go all the way down to the bottom, you come down to the beach. So you go, you get the whole gamut of the uh, whole thing. One That's one. why, I, and I got, I got majorly uh, uh, altitude sickness. But um, it was cool because you you see all these big water features that you never would mm. think you would see, and um, yeah, it's where I realized I, I don't really like hiking all that much because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, my friend uh, David Tarnes, who I went with, uh, we went with like a whole bunch of us uh, uh, with Doi Takamine, who was the chair of the place I was in at the legislature at the time. So he got us access. And so we hiked that thing, and the Tarneses, who live on Hawaii Island um, mm-hmm. but are from Kona side, they brought their like two-year-old son oh my god i was croaking on this thing and they he just didn't even matter to him but we were you know it's like big steep grades and then down uh down into the valleys and stuff and in the middle of it they had to cut me a stick so that i could like (laughs) i could make it through because it was it was rough and i was i was 27 oh, 26 man, years old it was really bad <laughs> you know you
2: would be the guy that we would eat first
1: yeah oh well, yeah you totally eat me first <laughs> yeah, well, I, <laughs> get, I, get yeah. Of, I get lots of i got lots of meat yeah. but um uh, for you i think it would be an interesting hike only because you'll get you would see like all these different flora and fauna but mm. i think there'd be a lot of neat um pictures for you to take because mm-hmm. now all I have is I got it in my head yeah. because we didn't have pictures and I was just trying to survive the stupid film thing film camera. but there's a there was an area that was almost like a watering hole so uh it was just open and you could jump in the water and then it led down to something else but it was that same pooping thing where you were going what do we do and so you uh, I think we had to burn it because it was it wasn't like we were at altitude where it would freeze mm. <laughs> ours was all I don't know. So yeah, so
3: in that situation, you're supposed to like dig a hole, bury it, and yeah. bury it, you yeah, know? leave Ooh. no trace.
1: So I don't know. It was. But, I mean,
3: if you don't have fuel to burn your poop, I mean, I well, I guess you guys must have carried something to burn it. You know?
1: All I know is we had to carry everything out. It's, it's yeah. the that and the and the Haleakala one. Mm. See, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. did those two trails, and they were insane. And so after that, I went okay. Haleakala's I did cool. my fill i did my fill of hiking yeah. now <laughs> so <laughs> but did you train oh god no See, i, I, I mean, even
3: that's why I like it, yeah like yeah if you just try to hike something all of a sudden without you know training for it or whatever yeah it's going to be miserable and, so. and i
1: didn't bring the right stuff i had <laughs> i didn't have a pack i didn't have the right slippers uh no no i mean i had shoes <laughs> but i didn't have really good hiking shoes mm. And when I showed up, I didn't have a pack. And they're like, where's your pack? I'm like, what pack? What am I getting a oh, pack God. for? Guarantee you get no eaten pack. first. Be the it was first. brutal. It was so brutal. You, so you have no, like no, a so plastic the, bag. You can't yeah, no, use no. So But my, uh, <laughs> the, the Tarnas had an extra <laughs> pack frame. So they said, here, you can use oh. this. And Oh, this yeah. is how old school it is. There were, Those were framed back, oh,
3: yeah, back then. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. is
2: the frame for? So you can slide down something? That's on. to
3: keep the... Um, the... The bag more sturdy so it doesn't like um, the weight crumple distribution, in, yeah, all distribution. that kind of stuff. But now, like, so that was, and I'm not, it's I'm okay. Not, I'm not no, 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 it was a long time Devin's ago, Devin's age ago. or anything. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, like nobody uses like those types of backpacks yeah. anymore. Oh, this is okay.
1: this is in the like early 90s, so it's yeah. fine. So, yeah, the, the it's it's progressed so much now as far as what you can bring and what you use that, yeah.
2: Did you ever? Encounter anything unexplainable, paranormal, or scary on wow, any of these hikes that you freaked you scary out stuff. in the middle of the night.
3: In the middle of the night, um, not to my recollection.
2: Saw no Bigfoot or anything like well, that. Le- uh, no, <laughs> so.
3: not to not to my recollection. Okay. Let, let me Nothing
2: freaked down. you out then.
1: No,
3: no I can't. I can't say that. Why? Why you want to give was, him stuff to think yeah. about while he's hiking
1: alone? I'm curious, man. Mountains. Like just being
2: in the mountains would freak me out, especially if I'm by myself too. You know, it can be quite peaceful. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Depending your mindset, I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, what is uh? What is your recommendation for people? I mean, the, you mentioned it a little earlier. You know, like if you're if you're on a trail and then you obviously get yourself lost at what point do you do you time yourself and go okay it's been 25 minutes and i don't know where the hell i am i should just stop and either reverse my field or think about it or do you you know what I mean? Because some people don't know when to stop. They start yeah. going. They go, oh shit! I don't know where I am. It's Wait, if I just keep going in this direction, I'll find something. And it
2: is—you get that feeling of shame when you have to call for help too. So more so, yeah. people don't wanna, and they get more lost. Yeah, you know. I so. mean, is there a
1: time that you give yourself for? Um, I think it daylight? really depends
3: on. It depends on the person, right? If I feel like if you're not experienced hiking, yeah. I wouldn't. Recommend trying to self-rescue um self-rescue maybe, meaning meaning try to find your own way out mm. like maybe give it yeah maybe like 20 30 minutes maybe but if you're more experienced than i think the idea of self-rescue is um it makes more sense really right um because like you know when i say more experienced i also mean like Um, You have a gauge of when the sun might be going down. You have a gauge of the direction Mm. you're going in, right? Um, You know how to find water if if things get really dire, you know, that kind of thing. Um, But if you're, like, going out in your slippers at 4 o'clock in the (laughs) afternoon when the sun sets at 6 and you don't even bring water with you, you left
1: your cell phone in the car. The scary you know, thing kind of is, stuff. you're not even you're not even talking about something really really strange cuz people have done that shit. Yeah, right? yeah, that's yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's dumb. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. You always prepare for the worst. Like my friends like hiking with me because like I carry like a first aid kit. I carry like I used to carry tampons in my first aid kit cuz <laughs> I would hike with female friends who they would get their period on the hike for some reason and wow. actually no i take a, i didn't it wasn't tampons it was pads mm-hmm. yeah that's, um, be, that's
2: real thoughtful of you though to bring but back.
3: you know like but
1: you can also use the pads for first aid exactly. <laughs> you, yeah. you
3: could use yeah. it yeah if you have like a blood wound yeah. that you need to like patch up or whatever right um so you know people in hawaii a lot of them were tourists right who were inexperienced and yeah. in, yeah. like Kyle was saying, you know, they do it for the gram, right? Like, they see this amazing picture. And like, Oh, I got to go do that. Well,
0: I was thinking, I sold a house out in Willy last year, year before. And, dude, that, that area is just packed with people yep. yeah. nowadays. The yeah. neighborhood is just full of cars. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And then where my client's house was just beyond where all the cars would park. And it's like, oh, okay. so we had to kind of tell people, you know, as a disclosure, like, hey, man, you know, on a really busy day, you're not gonna have street parking on your yeah. street. That's
2: how it is up in Haina too, where I live. Oh yeah, there's a. I guess where there's you a, live? There's really? a famous trail up there too, oh, huh. where people would just yeah. Park so I mean, it's like it
0: went from even Cocoa Head stairs. I used to hike that, you know, back in my early 20s, and it would just be a couple people going mm-hmm. up and down. Yeah. And now it's just like it's blown up. Yeah, you know, especially also, on the weekend because yeah. got baseball. Yeah, they all park at the baseball park, and so now it's like just packed over there yeah. and people going yeah. up and down it's yeah, a lot, lot of babies,
2: safer though nowadays right because of gps mapping and and you know yeah i mean
3: and cell, phone, cell phones cell phone and right i mean right? cell phone you can get yourself out of trouble really easily yeah or you can call for help if you need to mm-hmm. i don't
1: know i can't get service in my building <laughs> <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> what a mean, I know. Yeah. i'm using AT&T. what's
2: the most um sketchiest hike you ever been on
0: oh well, let <laughs> Where you was like, uh, I don't know He did an I- Icelandic glacier in Antarctica. He's been to Mount Elbrus in Russia, Machu Picchu, Mount Rainier. Where else have you been?
3: Um, I climbed the Grand Teton in Wyoming, um, Norway. I've h- hiked or trekked on every continent except Australia. I haven't been to Australia yet. <gasps> ah, but um, I got snakes over there, man. Be careful. <laughs> did you ever want big ass as spiders. I hiked to Everest base camp. Oh,
1: well,
2: you did! Yeah,
3: that oh, was wow. in 2016, I think it was. Wow.
1: There's a, there's a hike. I don't know. If, well, it's like a trail, in the mainland. My friend was gonna do it. It takes like months.
3: The Appalachian
1: Trail. Yeah, trail, that's yeah. the one. You did Appalachian too?
3: No. no. no? Is that I a goal of yours? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that one takes like six
2: months. There to you do go. It. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Because yeah.
3: like. 2000 something miles mm-hmm. yeah so that's
2: not, that's not on my <laughs> list <laughs> okay, okay so so what was the off the top of your head was the most sketchiest one where you was almost like oh this is kind of nuts and i'm by myself or um, might have to turn around i would say the one thing that st- sticks out in my
3: head was when i was in russia when we we're climbing mount Elbrus. um it was summit day and um typically on like these mountaineering trips, especially like on Mount Rainier where it's like a, you're on a glacier and ice and snow and whatever. You're on a rope team where you're Where is Mount Rainier? I don't know. <clears throat> In Washington. Washington. Okay. So you're you know, you have a harness and you got rope and you're tied together with like two oh, or three man. other people, right? And so the the idea is if somebody falls into a crevasse that the two other people will, One goal, we all go, will stop will oh. stop them from, Probably, yes. from going any yeah. further, right? So um, Mount Elbris, um, again, this is in Russia. It wasn't particularly dangerous, but there was one section um, that the, the trail, it wasn't a trail. <laughs> you're on the mountain, but it was like really narrow to walk up and we're in our crampons. And it was the only section where we actually roped up Every every other time we were not on a rope team. And I was going up. And up ahead, I I saw something coming down. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, what is that? And I thought it was a backpack. I thought somebody lost their pack and it was just coming down the mountain. And as I just kept watching it, and by then our rope team had stopped and we we're just watching it. As it got closer, I realized it was a person. Oh no! Oh my God! So it was a, it was a ended up being a woman, and she was just ragdoll, just like tumbling oh. end over end down the mountain, like boom 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 and she must have fallen i don't know like a thousand feet like just tumbling 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 and then finally the mountain kind of um plateaued and then she came to a stop and then when we looked back and then we saw like a number of people who were behind us they kind of ran over to her and and um to attend to her and while that was happening i was like thinking to myself Oh shit, this is pretty dangerous. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
3: But it was it was interesting because on that mountain, um, I believe you can climb unguided if you want to. Oh like I was with I was with a guiding company. Yeah. And um, it was interesting because you could see people like earlier. Who they put their crampons on backwards? So crampons are the oh, things right. that you put um, on your boots, on your mountaineering boots, the spikes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you, the spikes are supposed two spikes are in front. It's supposed to be so you can kick in the ice if you wanna if you wanna go like ice climbing or mm. that kind of thing, or just to get better purchase so mm-hmm. that you can keep going up. Yeah. <laughs> Some people had put their crampons on backwards, so the spikes were on the back, uh-huh. and. So, obviously, these people who uh, were very inexperienced people. And I don't know about that particular lady who ended up falling. And she ended up living. She ended oh, up good. living. Oh, okay, good. Well, that's good. Um, um, but, she was not very happy. But, but just, yeah, I mean, I don't know if she was one of them that was inexperienced or or not. I don't know if she fell while she was going up or if she fell while she was coming down. Damn. I don't really know the story. But um, one thing that was really sketchy, and this, is, this isn't a hike, but... While I was in Africa, after we had climbed Kilimanjaro, we went on safari and all this other stuff. We were in Victoria Falls, and I went bungee jumping off the Victoria Falls bridge,
2: and because you're not a adrenaline junkie,
3: yeah, yeah no, right? not at all, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but a few months He's prior so to that, um, my friend had shown me this YouTube clip where a girl had jumped off the exact same bridge, and the and the a rope snap. snapped, and you could see her falling and. Um, it's over the um, the Zambezi River, mm. and you can see her fall into the river, and then she's kind of just floating down with the like the the rope, the broken rope attached, and then the I guess her friend who was filming, she's like, "Oh my god, why doesn't someone help her?" and all that stuff. And so he um, he sent me the YouTube video, and he's like, "Oh, you still want to go bungee jumping there?" And I was like, <laughs> "You mother, <laughs> why did you, you show me this video?" Right, but it still went, yeah. but it was sketchy because. Um, I don't know how... I've, this is the only place that I ever went bungee jumping, so I don't know how it's done anywhere else, but they wrap towels around your ankles and your legs and stuff, and then they, like, strap it in, and then they have this these um, system of straps and carabiners and whatever. So the, you, you're strapped in at your feet, but then you're also wearing a body harness here. Just in case. Strapped in here, and they, and they were like, oh, this is just in case that yeah. one breaks. So I don't recall if the girl whose rope had broke if she was using the same system mm. or if they upgraded their safety <laughs> guidelines because, <laughs> because that happened. That, yeah. But uh I just remember thinking like, oh this is sketchy. They're just using towels. Damn. And it was scary as hell.
0: I would imagine anytime you're doing something like that, you'd want a secondary exactly save, yeah right? yeah yeah so you have two parachutes yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> the yeah, but they both build and
0: you're like well
1: i guess i'm screwed yeah, yeah. but the yeah the, and the bungee jumping thing too now they
0: you went bungee jumping
1: i did i did but this was in the early days of bungee jumping so they didn't have that harness thing they just they wrap the thing around your ankles and they go okay bye <laughs> going over the edge but yeah. it was you know it's a 50th state fair man it wasn't oh, over a okay, gorge okay. and there was you know i mean the only thing and there was a net and all that so i, I was so yeah worried. that's
3: in the u.s so you would, yeah you would hope yeah. they have better yeah. Safety yeah. Right. you have
1: you have safety yeah yeah safety yeah, yeah safety go cool. go yeah. cool. i mean yeah, i can't I imagine what you were dealing 50th with state
2: fair bungee jumping and um where he was two different things <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: but then again like mine was at that early stage of bungee yeah. jumping where they just kind of went you good yeah they oh, weighed you <laughs> though right
3: they weighed you before you went on oh no oh
1: they didn't do any yeah. of that they just they oh, wow. got you in the they got you in well, the there's a net at the bottom
3: uh, yeah,
1: yeah. oh there was oh yeah, 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 yeah technically on the net. But, Yeah. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> they, they were like you'll be fine oh, but um man i yeah i i give you credit man because that's that just sounds insane yeah it
3: was it was scary because i've gone I guess this doesn't help my case for not being an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've gone skydiving before, and I thought the bungee jumping was much scarier than skydiving. Oh, almost. really? Yeah. Why is that? When you're skydiving, when you're falling, you're falling. Terminal velocity skydiving is like 140 miles per hour. So that's when you're in a perfect vacuum, right? That's gravity going like
0: that. But so I think. Well, you're not. You're not. Seeing the ground come at you so fast. There's no
3: real sensation that you're falling because when you look out at the horizon, like you you seem pretty level. You feel like you're flying, right? Yeah. Whereas bungee and plus bungee jumping, I went head first. Yep. Right. Mm. And the river is I don't know 500 feet below me or whatever, and so you see it coming up really rapidly, Uh, right? Versus. You know, when you're b- jumping out of an airplane, you don't see things
1: flying up <laughs> to, to tell you how yeah. fast you're
3: falling, yeah. right? That yeah. kind of thing, yeah.
1: The, the part that I didn't like about bungee jumping is the bouncing.
3: I thought that was, to me, that was <sighs> the most fun part because once you get that first bounce, you're like, oh, I will okay. never
0: break. I'm good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. I just thought, oh, oh my God. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so when you do these large-scale hikes – what What is the preparation? I mean, if you got to do a physical preparation, I'm sure, but then also, like, um, to travel to these places. Do you hook up with a person who kind of tells you, okay, you need to bring these things, or is it an online? Um, yeah, so for the
3: mountaineering, um, hiking versus mountain. So mountaineering is climbing up a mountain, right? And those are the large, the long expeditions. Like mm-hmm. Kilimanjaro was seven days. Elbris in Russia, that was five days. And you weren't married to any of this, I wasn't married. Okay. Okay. Uh, And I didn't even... uh, Yeah, I had a girlfriend when I was in the Russia trip, but she wasn't on the trip with me. um, (laughs) She's like, bye. (laughs) Argentina, that was 17 days, right? So those, I went through a mountaineering company. So um, after I climbed Kilimanjaro, I climbed Mount Rainier. I did that for charity. So I raised a bunch of money... Um, for this charity, and the charity hired this um, mountaineering company, uh, oh. Rainier Mountaineering Inc. to to lead us to the summit, right? And I so, see. after I did that, I asked the guide. I was like, "Oh, hey, I'm kind of sort of getting into mountaineering. I just did Kilimanjaro, and I did Rainier. What do you recommend I do next?" And he was the one that said, "Oh, you should go to Russia and climb Elbrus." So RMI they have a website where they list all their expeditions that are coming up, and you just sign up for one of them. I see. And then so you meet, when you get to that destination, you meet the other people who also signed up, and then as a group, you ascend together. Have uh, you
2: made, like, lifelong friends or... or
1: oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> Have you also been on the thing and gone, oh, my God, I got, like, six more days with this guy. <laughs> Actually, you know,
3: it's pretty neat, like... I guess everybody is kind of like-minded. So Mm -hmm. everybody is super cool. (laughs) Everybody's super cool. Like, you get along with each other really well. Um, I can't recall anybody that I didn't like when I did Mm -hmm. any of these things. And maybe it's because you know you're kind of stuck with them for X amount of days. Everyone's on their best behavior. But, you know, like, I feel like people who are into that thing, they're usually fairly easygoing people. Mm. Um, Like, pretty grounded, right? Not not snobbish and you know that kind of deal um because yeah if you're shitting in a bag exactly um, and, you're pretty much and you know th- i went 17 days without showering because there's there's no shower yeah right, but so. you're asian buddy <laughs> yeah.
1: the uh, other guys i don't know <laughs>
3: <but>. <laughs> yeah you you get kind of rank you um, on yeah there. and, and Ooh, plus dude. you're sharing a tent with with a couple of other people too. Oh, so I don't yeah, think I, I can steer a tent it, with a it, stink guy, man. That gets, would be nuts. It gets it gets pretty gnarly. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I don't I know gets, if I could do it, that, bro. It's
1: really cold. We have to huddle for warmth. Yeah. Oh, uh, am nah, Okay. I can't
2: <laughs> even live in the same hotel room with any of these guys when I'm in Vegas. <laughs> like, I got to get my own room. no. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, but I that's different. I stink. I just kind of handle.
3: Just, well, I mean, me. but you have, you have the luxury of being able to have your own hotel room, yeah. right? Like, versus yeah. those kinds of trips it's kind of a, it's almost a necessity that you tent with somebody else because like, it just helps with general warmth, for one thing.
2: You guys right? cuddle? No, <laughs> oh. but,
3: I mean, but just, having, just having ambient body. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah, tent, yeah. It, yeah. it, it kind of yeah. helps with that. Um, but yeah, to get back to John's been, question about the training and yeah. whatever, um, I would say mountaineering is uh, 90% mental and 10% physical. Wow. Right, mm-hmm. because it's tough. I mean, you're living in a mountain, on a t- in a tent, sleeping bag. You don't shower. You're not eating like steak and lobster or sushi. You know, yeah. eating mountain right food. Right, oh. you're eating like um, stuff that you like rehydrate, like stuff. You guys bring like, like MREs and stuff. Um, there's a civilian version of MREs, like a um, mountain house, which are a lot yeah. tastier than yeah. um, you know the regular MREs, but. um it's tough, right? Like, I mean, anybody physically can train to do it. Like, mm. regardless of what you think about yourselves, if you had the motivation and willpower to train, you could train to do any of the stuff that I've done, right? But the the mental strength to say, I'm going to keep going, I'm not going to quit, that's re- what really separates the people who do it versus the ones who either don't want to do it in the first place or try to do it and, and, and you, end you have felt waiting. like
0: that like what am I doing here Like, what I, I
3: felt like that once when I was in on that Argentina trip because mm. I got um, altitude sickness and I was mm. oh yeah that's miserable sick. that's the 17 day one yeah oh. and I was sick and um, I was like oh man I don't know if, I don't know if I can do this and it was only like day four oh right and and you don't really know how long they, they give you an idea like oh this can take anywhere from 16 to 21 days Right, because uh, once you get towards the summit, you can only go when there's good weather. Like if it's mm-hmm. gonna be like blizzard or whatever, you're not gonna attempt a summit. So you might have to wait a day for a better weather window. Right, so you don't really know. So on day four, I'm like already sick. I'm like, well, sheesh. I'm like, am I even gonna be able to make it? And mm-hmm. like, cause um that area of Argentina um, that you fly into. Um, Mendoza, Argentina. It's really well known for uh, good beef and good wine. Mm. And I'm a beef and wine kind of person. <laughs> and I was thinking, man, if I just quit now, I can just go back down to the city and I can just <laughs> eat steak and wine. And, you know, there'll be, I can still have a really good vacation. Yeah. Right. But, and so there's no guarantee that you're going to make it to the summit. Right. Mm. And I was like, ah, oh. um, but I gutted it out, and part of it was the guides didn't ask me if I wanted to quit because mm. three people ended up quitting. Wow! And so, but they didn't ask me. But I, mean, I feel like if they asked me, I probably would have just said, "Yeah, I can quit." <laughs> but they didn't ask me, and they're not like rah rah guys either. They're not like, "Come on, Dell, you can do it," you know, because they're putting their own safety in yeah, jeopardy yeah, if they're with somebody who doesn't have the physical capability or the mental capability yeah. to yeah. do it, right? If, yeah. they're, if you're the anchor and you're dragging ass, they got to watch you, but they also got to take care of, like, six out of seven other people, right? And, like, they don't want, like, the weak people, right? So they're not going to be like, yeah, you can do it, you know? They're just going to be like, well, if you don't want to do it, then quit already then. Did you
1: just have to wait until it passed? Or, I mean, do they give you some time for it to pass? Or how does that work?
3: Yeah, so this is kind of a funny story um so usually uh i take diamox so i think that's the commercial name i think it's also called acetazolamide that's the i think the medical name but it's um it helps to acclimate to the higher altitude right mm-hmm. and coming from Hawaii, where we're at sea level you know we're at a natural disadvantage compared to somebody who lives in like colorado yeah. or someplace, right um big bear yeah <laughs> and um So I hadn't been taking the Diamox yet. So typically, you can either take it as a prophylactic to prevent getting altitude sickness, or you can take it uh, to treat altitude sickness once you do have it. I usually took it beforehand, but I hadn't taken it. Um, At the base camp, so it's about 12,000 feet elevation, there's a base camp doctor there. And in order for you to keep continuing on the trek, he has to sign off on your climbing permit to say... Oh, yeah, you're physically able to keep going, right? So I was sick there. I went, I went to see him. They do, like, this oxygen test, you know, where they put the thing on your finger to read your blood mm-hmm. oxygen level. So, like, at sea level, you're at 100% typically, right? At that altitude, you want, usually want to be, like, in your high 80s or low 90s. I was at, like, 66%. Oh, no. So the doctor was like, oh, yeah, you're in pretty bad shape. And I was like, pfft. Tell me about it. Like, my, <laughs> like uh, being altitude sick, it's like a really bad hangover. Like you're nauseous, yeah. headache, no appetite. Um, and, again, you're in a tent on a mountain. It's not like you're hungover at home and you have your bed and you yeah. can watch TV or whatever you want to do, right? Um, so he's like, oh, you've been taking Diamox. And I was like, no. And he's like, okay, well, you need to start taking that. And I told him that my nose was stuffed up. like It was stuffed up with, like, dirt and snot and blood. And he was like, oh, I gave another guy on your team this uh, steroid nasal spray. Try to get that from him and use that, too. And then he gave me You are using somebody
1: else's? Yeah, so awesome. this, so this <laughs> other
3: guy, it was like a nasal spray, right? You stick it up your yeah. nostril. And so I had to use the same one that someone else had used. Oh, yeah. Stick it up there. Right, and then we did, like, a neti pot thing. We boiled some water, dumped, like, a ton of uh, salt. salt in there, mm. and I was on the ground outside my tent with my canteen cup, and I was, like, <laughs> pouring oh, hot water up God. my nose. and But I was blowing out, like, oh, it was disgusting. I must have had, like, two pounds of snot, snot and blood and all kinds of stuff in there. But, yeah, he gave me Viagra, too. because Viagra. Right. I guess it helps with your blood flow, right? So it helps. You
2: must have scared the guy in the tent. I was like, I
3: was like, hey man, what's going on? Feeling
1: kind of romantic. You sleep in that (laughs) corner over (laughs) there. Hey, you want to cuddle? Actually,
3: I don't remember it giving me. I don't remember it arousing me. Mm. I don't. I don't think that it. I don't. Think did. It's hard
2: to when your nose is stuffed yeah. up and you're in
3: altitude. I wasn't yeah. in the mood. And everybody <laughs> and everybody stinks. Uh, you're like, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. So the next day, um, the group had done an acclimatization hike, and I just stayed in the tent and mm. I just just to recover. And yeah, by by later that evening on the next day, I'd gone back to the doctor and I was at like eighty six percent my mm. stuff, and oh, I was feeling it way better and then he was like oh yeah but you're on drugs right now so let's see how you do in the morning and yeah the next morning i was like way better and oh, so i was cool. able to so they so it. they give
1: you some time like at that yeah, well, to sort of figure it out we had, hopefully
3: um that you don't always have the luxury of that but we we had it like baked into our schedule to where we we're oh. gonna take like a rest day at that nice. camp and stuff so perfect it worked out for me yeah that's great
1: um cool. Can we ask how much something like this costs? I mean, I know the range must be pretty so wide, but
3: typically these trips, like when you include the the guiding fees and the airfare and all that kind of like usually like ten grand. Wow, roughly,
0: you know, <laughs> so like a very weird vacation. Oh, we
3: should yeah, go. I mean, so oh. I mean.
2: <laughs> Ten grand. The last thing I want to do is be on the mountain with stink people. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think for most people, they if they're gonna spend ten grand on vacation, yeah. then they'd be like, oh, well, yeah, geez, boat I, can, cruise, I think I can instead. stay at Four Seasons, yeah. and yeah. yeah, you can do a lot with ten grand in Vegas. Exactly. Right? Like,
0: yeah. 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 Well, Del, we're at the point of this podcast where we ask our music questions since we are on a music <laughs> channel. Okay. All right. So, if you were stranded on Mount Kilimanjaro for the rest of time by you yourself, could, you could never leave there. You could only bring three musical albums with you. Well, I shouldn't say music because it could be a comedy album or something oh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> to listen to for the rest of time. What would those three albums be?
3: I tried to research this because I anticipated this question because uh-huh. I've listened to a few episodes of the podcast. Yeah. The problem is, <laughs> I didn't research it enough. And I, so off the top of my head, I'm gonna the first one. I'm gonna say I'll be surprised if the three of you have even heard of this group. Um, but it's the first CD that I ever bought in my life okay and the group name is a riff
1: oh yeah you
3: remember Devin no. Riff my heart
1: beats yes yep.
3: and if you're serious is that rock and, no it's a no, R&B, R&B group. group R&B oh okay. yeah yep. you may have, you might you might know this song if you're serious that was mm. kind of popular around like when I was in high school okay Um, and you're like a couple, couple years, years older, younger, yeah. younger than me right? <laughs> so um, so that that would be my first uh, album. Number two, I'm gonna have to say probably new edition uh um, ah. yeah, that album. Bigger. I don't recall the the mm, what the I... name of that album, but okay. it has like Can You Stand the Rain? Yeah. Can yep. You mm, Stand the Rain that's is any
1: heartbreak? That's the name of that's the. That's when. That's the name of the Devin album. Is our it's, music when, uh, so yeah. it's when oh. Johnny Gill joined the group. Oh, okay. I might be thinking Bobby of. Brownland. Devin
2: is the Rain Man of music. Yeah,
3: I, I may be thinking of their greatest hits album. Oh. Because okay. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> 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 um, it's got Candy Girl and. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the. New Edition was a good band. They were uh, man, good songs. If you listen to like an Old Capenna,
2: there's a lot of New Edition on it too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah okay it's okay yeah,
3: and number three and i'm gonna be cheat here because i recall in one of your other podcasts i think it was cat toth you told her she wasn't allowed to pick greatest hit uh-huh. the album so i've already cheated by <laughs> saying new <edition's> greatest. <laughs> and i'm gonna say another greatest hits album i'm gonna have to go with michael jackson's greatest hits oh yeah oh, okay, okay. Not and, and it's not because i'm like i'm a huge fan there's just so many good songs on there that's
0: true yeah Right. Yeah. Michael Jackson's exactly.
3: double album so yeah there you exactly go. there's two <laughs> CDs yeah. there are two CDs on there
1: when I, back when I bought it a yeah, good choice that was a good R- choice R&B yeah. interesting R&D yeah and R&D which is itself.
3: funny because I don't even barely listen to music anymore I actually listen to podcasts while I'm driving so on
1: the hikes you just you're listening to you listen to a podcast or something you are going out the mile. um Do you load up and I
3: don't listen to music well, actually, I actually take that back I so I have a like a third generation AirPod. We we kind of briefly talked yeah. about this. I, I saw John the other day in the office. Um, so it's the small one. Okay. This I think it's an iPad. I don't think it's the Nano. It's the Nano three or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I would always carry that, and it's got like roughly like twenty four hours of battery life, continuous playing. Mm. So I'd always save it until I'm doing the summit, because the summit days when you're mountaineering are the hardest days. You wake up at like midnight. You're out. You're starting by like one in the morning. Takes about seven, eight hours to get to the summit. You stay there for like 15 minutes to take pictures and whatever. Hike back down to another another four hours to get back to your camp. Um, And those are the toughest days because you're at the highest altitude. You're starting at midnight, (laughs) one o'clock in the morning, and it's like usually it's like a 12-hour day or.
0: I was going to say, that's 12 hours of hiking. Yeah. Oh,
3: damn.
1: Yeah.
0: So you save it for that so you I can have... I save it for that. you have riff in your ears while yeah. you're making
3: this song? Yeah. like, the, th- those times, like, I would have, like, a playlist. And it's funny, yeah. like, you would think I would have, like, I have the tiger, you that's know, that kind of, stuff, right? of. <laughs> But, like, it, it's just, like, all mis- mixed mash Like, like I have, like... yeah Yeah, I have, like, <laughs> love songs and stuff. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's, it's funny. Because I just... At that point, I just want to hear anything that might stir up some emotion in me so i can just keep keep going
0: i I just remember Capena isn't new
2: edition they did musical youth
0: oh okay yeah what's that
2: Capena. oh yeah musical youth but not new edition yeah Yeah, no i don't know what you're talking about mixed up with the two bands i don't know why
1: between musical youth and new edition i think it's you mixed up those two two words
2: that's why for each band i got mixed up yeah (laughs) Sorry, I'm not Rain Man like you. I don't know anything about. <laughs> Bruh, music. come on, Musical <laughs> Youth, the New Edition. What well, you raining? also have the
3: advantage of working for radio. Yes. <laughs> it's
2: true. I have the advantage of just drawing. <laughs> Whatever, yeah, dude. Really
0: so. Well, Dell, thank you so much for joining us, man. This Thanks is uh, like exactly what I was hoping for. So interesting on this. Just, I, I, I give you credit because I would never, never do what you do. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you know, as long as we can live in your pictures and <laughs> yeah, enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. How can okay, so how can
2: we um. Yeah, can audience audiences check out your website or Instagram? Um, was it private? On or?
3: Instagram, no my my Instagram is public. It's uh, Norbled, N W O R B L E D, which is Dell Brown backwards. Okay. Um, Facebook is private, but you can see a lot of my pictures on Instagram. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't. I haven't been posting. There's Norbled.
1: Greed is good. <laughs> no, that's not.
3: That's me. not you right? I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> N W O R B L E D. N W.
1: Dull brown backwards. I know, but I can't spell it backwards. <laughs> all um, right, all right. But, but yeah, I know.
3: Thank you, thank you guys for having me. Um, I was very excited to come on here, and I'm very uh humbled to have been asked to
0: come on to the yeah, podcast. Yeah, man, it was, this, was, good. this is uh, great talk story session. Yeah, man. I, 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 was, I enjoyed it. Was it was a blast. Too. Thank you yeah. so much. And to our YouTubers, uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Oh wait, Keith. John, John, for the for the play out music. Here you go. Wait, you can't put that on there.
2: Why? Because YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, gonna, never gonna, mind. Sorry. It. <laughs> forget it.